You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Hey, and welcome to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast for chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. I'm your super hyped host, Hillary Jastrom. Let me give a shout out to the Good Men Project for sponsoring this episode before we get rolling. Thank you, GMP, for supporting our mission to help chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs. We are so grateful for your support and for enabling us to get the message out to more and more people who need the help. Right out of the gate, I need to drop a disclaimer. If you are offended by profanity, kindly skip to the next episode because today we have the truth dropper himself, multi-best-selling author, international sales guru and coach, writer for major media publications, a man who is majestic AF, my brother from another mother, also known as the hardcore closer. We're talking about busting through obstacles. We're talking about breaking through upper limits, the inability to see any type of quote unquote disability Please welcome Ryan Stuman. <laughs> see, see, we're already into it. Um, we've got Ryan Stuman on today, and um, you know, I sat down to start to write the intro, and one word came out, and it was insane because there's just so much that encompasses him, um, everything he stands for, everything he's overcome, his innovations. Uh, he's completely changed my life, and is a huge mentor for me. Uh, you should be getting your adoption papers soon so that we will be officially (laughs) related. Um, I'm so happy you're here on this show. I'm so happy that you are a part of the discussion about sick biz uh, to help entrepreneurs who are chronically ill and disabled. Welcome. Just welcome. Well, what's up, Hill Dog? I'm glad to uh, to be here on your show. You know what? I think it's really cool that you've got a show. Like, well, check me out. I'm over here. On uh, on Hill Dog Show, hanging out. I think that's really cool. So I'm uh, I'm uh, glad to be here, hanging out with you. I'm sure we're going to talk about all sorts of cool stuff. It's probably going to be hilarious. Some of it's probably going to be complete and utter bullshit. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> you know, and as we do this, I'm totally learning from you because you've done about eight thousand, or is it eight million podcasts? I lost track. You know, I. Uh, I, honestly, I was going for the most interviewed to be the most interviewed person on uh, podcast, but I had no way to to fucking look at the data and figure out what the number to hit or the goal to set was. So I did like four hundred, you know, podcasts, and I was like, "Well, I don't see anybody else who's done four hundred fucking podcast interviews, so I'm out." So <laughs> I'm claiming that title. If you've done more than four hundred podcast interviews, that's awesome. You know what? Let me know, and I'll be like, so now I'm the prince and not the king, but for the time standing, I'm holding the belt over here. The double champ apologizes, apologizes to no one. <laughs> this is exactly why I wanted you on here, because I knew it would be just like this sick freaking flow. You know, we were just going to jam into it, um, and I do want to jump into it. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about your hard scrabble come up. Um I want to talk about how you've reframed your entire life and in particular. So the reason that I had you on is because you and I work very closely together. Um, For people who don't know, I'm Ryan Steumann, the Hardcore Closers Express Editor. That's what I call myself, the Express Editor. Um, 
And we've you been working together. You are the express together. editor because I'm like, get this shit done fast. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> That's like how it always works with us. It totally does. I'm like, uh, listen, I'm in a movie theater. I will do it as soon as I get to the car. <laughs> but, <laughs> True. That is that is a lesson in taking action, though. I mean, truly, like so many people say, and was just a little sidebar here, big surprise. You know, how do I get started? What do I do? It's really about taking action, isn't it? It is. You know, uh, you learn from experiences. You know, you uh, mentioned that I had like a, a hard come up or whatever, and I did. But through that hard come up, I, I gained a lot of experience. And in in my world, and my world is far from perfect, but in my world, experience trumps education. Uh, because it's it's one thing to know something and be educated about a subject or another. Uh, it's It's something completely different to have the experience of it. Like, I could like there's a lot of people that that are in the uh, engineering field that might know how to create a rocket ship to the moon. But Elon Musk has actually done that shit. Right. He has the experience of doing it. His his expertise because of the experiences is, is unmatched. Uh, and so anyway, in, in my world, each each one of those downfalls or whatever has been great experience in it. And a lot of people can look at it. To, one of two ways is how everybody looks at it. It's like they go through these experiences and and they take them to heart as if the world's formed against them or if they take them as what they truly are and their their lessons and how you get to the next level and that's that's the way that I look at it so but you didn't always look at it that way I've edited um I'm going on your sixth book now uh and you had some really difficult times and there were times that you got real down on yourself there were times that you seem to blame other people, but you turn that around. And you know what? This is a huge issue. I don't want to say issue. I hate saying issue. It's a negative word. It's a challenge which can be overcome when people know how to do it. They frame themselves as the victim and they and they say, oh, poor me or people are coming after me. Uh, I'm unlucky. You know, why do these things always happen to me? You know, for a time. That was kind of your existence, but you flipped it. And I, you know, what was your secret to flipping that? Well, you know, I've got a weird switch in me that allows me to just like turn something on or off. Like I can be passionate about something one day and then uh, not care the next. Like, you know, I quit smoking, didn't need a gum or a patch or anything like that. I just sat it down after all those years, you know, and. And uh, I've had to quit some relationships and jobs in the same manner over the years as well. And, you know, I, I, I had this whole victim. So like the second time, we'll just like jump into some creepy stuff here. So the second time I had to go to prison, I had been going to church. I was uh, tithing 10% of my money and then, uh, and then some. I have been doing tremendous good works in my community. I have been blessed with a good job. And I found out that I was going to have to go to prison for a crime that I, I didn't even commit and shouldn't have even been involved with this crap in the first place. And, you know, I went through one of those, you know, why me periods when when I was in prison from that instant. And uh, I got the letter that my ex, ex, that now ex-wife was going to leave me for somebody else. And she was taking our money and, and assets and, and doing really evil shit in, in a really situation for me. You know, I had that the victim mentality of. You know, it wasn't bad enough, God, that you threw me in here. 
motherfucker, you had to turn around and fucking take everything that I have too. But now that I look back and I view life a little bit differently, I view life as it's kind of like a video game. Uh, I, you don't know if I'm real. I don't know if you're real. We, we just, we only know that, that we're real. like, I know that I'm real, but I don't know about anything else. It could be a simulation. It could be whatever the scientists have been trying to prove this for forever. But what I'm sharing here with you is like, I feel like all those things were taken from me because in the game of life, I had to go to the next level. And just like in a video game, when you get to the end of the level, there is you know, there's like a big boss, but then when you go to the next level, you have to start all over from scratch. That's how you beat the next level. And I feel like coming out of prison with no money, no wife, no connection, no family, no job, no anything was like, okay, so now you're on level six. What are you going to do now, motherfucker? And, and, you know, I made the most of it, but I had to get past that for me. I mean, I have every right, like by, by all, you know, figurative and legitimate reasons. I have every right to be standing on the street corner over there with the science saying, been fucked by the government, can't get a job, please feed my family, right? Like I have, uh, you know, probably one of the most legitimate reasons for being able to stand there and do that, except for that's not my mentality. My mentality was, all right, I see what you've done to me here and uh, you're not going to win. You know, like with me, that just, it's like the tortoise and the hare. You might've beat me in the short race, but I'm coming for the long term. And, and, you know, when I got out, I had to say, you know, the only way that you can become, a, you can't win with a victim mentality because you can't be a victim and a winner at the same time. So I just decided that I was going to win. And, you know, uh, I have, you know, and, and because I, I, I didn't quit and because I put that stuff to, to the side and just went after, uh, what I wanted instead of worried about what was taken from me. Yeah. I love that. And whoever's doing your graphics right now, this is the next meme. You can't win with a victim mentality right now. Get that go. shit out there. Let's go. Chop, chop. <laughs> that's uh that's low energy robert robert get on it son <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i heart robert so much though i really do yeah, he has done he's cool he, he he did all our branding he did the website he's producing the podcast robert has gotten behind this mission to help this very special demographic of entrepreneurs we are eternally grateful you know, sometimes you just need somebody to believe in. But I love what you just said. You can't win with a victim mentality. And sometimes when you're trying to describe, and I was asked this today, when did it flip? When did I stop being the victim? And you know what? For me, it was like this encroaching, just garbage lifestyle. It was bad relationships and being broke and disappointing people and just you know, running from terrible history and poverty and everything else and repeated abandonment. So for me, it was like, I am just sick of feeling like this. But I love the way that you frame it. And that is what I want people to hear today. If you are battling a chronic illness, maybe you have a new diagnosis, maybe your illness has taken a turn for the worst. Um, you cannot win with the victim mentality. And you have to ask yourself in that victim mentality, what am I gaining from being a victim right now? You know, uh, a couple of months, I had a talk with another coach, uh, Michael Griswold. It was like a 20 minute conversation. He was excellent. And he helped me understand I was addicted to pity. Do you know how disgusting that was? Well, do you remember, Hillary, when uh, about a year ago, 
and you had been working for me for I don't know a couple of months, and I said, uh, "Hey, you know, you're always like being like fucking poor me on your posts and shit like that on Facebook. Like you're better than that. Remember?" And I kind of gave you like the digital shakeup, and you were kind of fucking mad at me for a couple of days. Like this guy's an asshole. And then I remember you coming back around. You'd be like, you know what? You're fucking right. I needed that. And, uh, you know, you may not think that I pay attention, but the way that you position yourself online and your business and everything else, like, think about that. The second that you stop, like, addicted to pity, whatever, you know, I didn't diagnose you that deep, but I'm saying the second that you stop, whatever that was, now look yeah. where you're at because of that. Like, you don't feel that way anymore. And guess what? Because you don't feel that way, you're not, the, you're not a victim anymore. But, but when you felt like a victim, you were. Yes. Right. You had all I these things coming have. against you. You had this chronic illness. You had issues with your family. You had these relationships and all these things that you were being pity and sympathizing and all this stuff for. And when you stop that and you say, guess what? You know what? Some things are out of my control, but the things I can't control, I'm going to do uh, good with and become a good steward of. Then the next thing you know, you're this person who's, I mean, you know, you and Robert are two. And I'm saying this, yes, because it helps my ego, but B, it's, it's fucking true. Like you and Robert. <laughs> are two like extremely lucky people that you've met me and gotten jobs with me uh, because uh, I mean, Robert, you know, hell I've introduced him to, I don't know how many people they're doing podcasts with him, helping his business. Same with you. I mean, how many books do you think you've edited that I've oh. sent your way or people that you've set up and, and, and think of that, how that's changed though for, for you, because now you're like, you're not a victim to anything. You're fucking, you know, shit, you're hill dog, you know, like champion Hi. of champions running your own podcast, got your own editing machine hiring fucking people like look at you it's amazing and it really you just kicked my ass though and and that truly is why i wanted you to be on here because i'm so grateful for everything i mean and this is what i tell people and they say you know how can i find this kind of success or whatever and i tell them it comes down to one connection i'm not even kidding you and then you get on board you know um, be ready, be prepared, drill out that content, deliver what you have to do, deliver the graphics, don't drag your feet. Do you be on point all the fucking time and the same thing will happen. So um, I needed that kick in the ass. I was slogging and dragging along, feeling sorry for myself. Um, and you also told me you're alienating people. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Nobody wants that energy. Oh, I was so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the truth will set you free, but it will definitely piss you off first. Oh, yeah. And you know what? That's going to happen when you level up because you're going to get mad at yourself. And after a while, there was no place for my anger to go but inward. And I had to say, who am I really mad at here? Am I mad at him because he called me out on this? No. I'm mad at me. Because I put myself there and I'm the only person that I can beat up right now. And if I want to make a change, that starts with me. And so, yeah, my business is unrecognizable. I think I'm going on my 20th book or more. Um, you know, I've developed pipelines with multiple publishers. The biggest thing is that um, SickBiz is gaining traction as the worldwide resource for entrepreneurs who are chronically ill or disabled. It is gaining traction from corporations, from coaches, from podcasts, because people understand this is a huge, and I guess we'll call it chronic epidemic. So, and I keep circling back to this, 
I wanted you on because you don't struggle working with people who have these conditions. And I don't even think you see people ever as being different. And so I wanted to talk to you, Ryan, about how you balance your compassion and your expectations. Well, it boils down to three words, Hillary. And uh, you know these three words very well. I probably say them to you at least once a day because we talk often. But those three words are fuck your excuses. Like, I don't care if you're sick, you're healthy, you're black, you're white, you're man, you're female, you're gay, you're straight, you're religious, you're not religious. Like, I don't, those are all excuses for failure if you choose to be. They can be excuses for empowerment because people can say, because I'm this, I'm empowered. Or people can say, because I'm this. I'm the victim and use it as excuses. And oftentimes people choose to do the latter. They want to use things that can be empowering as excuses. And so I don't look at people as if you're sick or not. And I didn't look at you as if you were uh, sick or, or couldn't work or whatever the case may be. I looked at it as like, that's just a fucking excuse. You know what? Uh, my friend Marshall Silver once told me, he said, uh, Ryan, I've been doing this for, he, he talks like this. He says, Ryan, well, I've been doing this for about 30 years and I've never called in sick once. And uh, I don't have anybody to replace me. And I thought, you know what? I haven't fucking ever called in sick either. And I've been sick. You know, mm -hmm. I've been real sick. And, uh, and, and I haven't called in sick either because you know what? That's an excuse. I still got shit to do. And, and that's just how I change everything. You know, uh, I, uh, I know we're, we, we live in a weird political climate and all that stuff right now. And same thing. I was like, Hey, it's just fucking excuses. And, and I just don't want to hear them. And so I saw like, and I see people, I, I message, you know, people that I'm close to that I, I try to mentor digitally on a regular basis and say, hey, man, you know what? You're out there with all these excuses. I got excuses too. Hillary, I was adopted. I've been on drugs. Hell, I even been dead before. I've been to prison, not once that y'all just turned about earlier, but twice. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have a family. Nobody supported me. Less than 10 years ago, I stepped out of federal prison with $25 to my name, and it took me $5 to get 20 of it in cash. Mm -hmm. I got every excuse in the fucking world, but you know what? I, I don't have any, but what I do have because I don't have excuses is uh, the cars that you dream of as a little kid. I, I got them all, the whole fucking collection, the house that you <laughs> want to live in that you thought about when you were fucking young. Like I, I live in it. Like I live in that neighborhood, the friends that you've always dreamt of the loyal people in your life and, and the, the millionaire friends where you go riding your motorcycles or your, your expensive cars together. Like I have those guys, the recognition in the marketplace. I have that, the money in the bank account. I got as much as you can count and take you forever to count it all. And I don't say that to brag, but I'm saying because I don't have excuses, which I have every right to use those things as excuses, prison, dropping out of school, being adopted, being abused as a kid. Like those are all excuses, but I don't have any of those. And so instead what I did was I said in pounds said they tried to fuck me up, but they couldn't. You know why? Because I didn't use it as an excuse. I just accepted it. It is what it is and kept rolling. You know, I made a, a post on my page the other day and I said, I, I don't forgive or forget. I just keep fucking moving. Yeah. I don't have time to, to wonder if I'm worrying about you or thinking about you or need to forgive you or whatever. I just keep moving. Because if I'm worried about forgiving or forgetting something or someone, then that's an excuse because of this person. I don't have this. It's all on me. And I'll be damned if anybody was going to say in my life that, I mean, the one thing that I have, right? Everybody says we got our balls and our word or whatever. But the one thing that I have is, you know, I am self-made, right? There's, I don't owe anybody no favors. Nobody fucking gave me a hand. Nobody helped me can't come up. There were no free mentors for me. I had to pay strangers 
thousands upon thousands of dollars to fucking give me the knowledge to be able to build the businesses I built. Nobody just reached out and said, let me mentor you for free. You seem like you're going to get your shit together. You know, you've written an article for me where, uh, where you've edited an article for me where I talked about spending a quarter million dollars on fucking education to do this stuff. Yeah, no, I know. And, uh, and what you don't know about me is I have $150,000 in student loans that one of my goals is to pay that shit off through developing and scaling my own business, which is what we're going to talk about later offline. But so <laughs> the point is, yeah, we all have excuses. We can all say, I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, we can also learn to accept every single part of ourselves instead of fighting it all, all the time. I don't like this about myself. I'm going to fight myself about it. You know what? I don't like having to use a wheelchair sometimes. I don't like having to use a cane. I don't like those very visible things. I don't like feeling vulnerable. But you know what? That's part of me. And the more that I say it's just something that I have, whether it's adoption, whether it's bankruptcy, whether it's whatever it happens to be, first of all, we all have something. We all have things that we are embarrassed about. We all have those things. And, and the weight of those things is equal to the people experiencing them. So we don't feel pain differently because, oh, you have more pain than I do or whatever the case is. We all have these weighty, horrible pains that we can say, this is going to control me. Or as Ryan so eloquently put it, you can't be a winner if you're a victim. So I want to do a breakdown because I know that you've got a hard stop here, but I want to do a breakdown real quick. And can you give me three things that our very special demographic can do to start their own businesses. And there has never, ever been a better time to start your own business than right now and to work remotely. So what are three things that these people can do? Well, first, I just want to say whenever we're together, if you want to pull out the wheelchair, I, I'm, I'm totally behind that because like, I can just get you to sit on my weed and would just be like two peas in a pod. The wheelchair will serve dual purpose. We'll slide right through whatever airport we're traveling in. It'll be no problem whatsoever. Um, second thing, though, uh, if if I was to start a new business day, a lot of people don't know what business to get in. So the first thing I would say is go check out my Funnel Closer program. It's uh, funnelcloser.com. There's a webinar there, and you can learn uh, about an emerging industry where small businesses really need these these sales funnel websites. And there's a huge demand for them. And uh, not enough people selling them. And I uh, basically created a business in a box. If you're you're looking for some, if you've got some semblance of sales skills or or uh, tech skills, or you like building uh, websites or consulting with small businesses, then definitely funnelcloser.com is right up your alley. The next thing is, um, a lot of people hit me up with good ideas. So you said three things. Number two would be a lot of people hit me up with good ideas to them, but they're not good ideas to the public. And so you have to figure out what the public wants. And, and when I say the public, those are the people you're selling to. You're not selling to yourself. So just because you might be lazy or you might want some kind of convenience may not mean that somebody else wants it. Like there's people driving around in like neon purple fucking cars. So they, you know what I'm saying? Like they go to resell that car. Nobody's really going to want that. That's a very specialty car. But they make them, but they just don't make a whole lot of them. And, and, and so a lot of people come up with ideas for a business that they think is a good idea. But it's really not. Reminds me of a, an episode of The Simpsons when Ned Flanders created the Leftorium, right? It was for all sorts of shit for people with left hands. 
it was really convenient for him, but he ultimately ended up going out of business because the majority of the marketplace is right-handed. Damn those right-handers. And so, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, and that's it. That's a, a, you know, leave it to the Simpsons to give us some economical lessons, but I, I believe that that's a, a good lesson in that. And third, I would only start a business about something I'm passionate about, you know, uh, something that like Hillary's passionate about writing. She's written novels. Uh, she's written a lot of articles for different magazines. I'm passionate as fuck about writing too. And it works well because Hillary started this business that revolves around something that she's passionate about, helping people get their stories out and writing. And, uh, and I know it's uh, to some people, they might be, who the fuck is passionate about writing? I am. Ask Hillary. I send three or four blog posts that I write a week to her. And uh, because I enjoy it. It's like I enjoy exercising and writing. If I was on The Bachelor Show, I'd be like, my name is Ryan. I enjoy exercising, writing, <laughs> and working in my entrepreneurial business ventures. And so I'd be a catch for sure. Amy's a lucky chick. She's a lucky girl. Um, and so the third one is I would find something that I'm passionate about. Now, maybe you say, well, I don't know. You know, what I'm passionate about doesn't make money. And that couldn't be further from the truth because anything that you're passionate about is going to make money. You can be passionate about video games. Guess what? I heard about a dude today that's like the grand master, grand wizard, whatever it's called, of Pokemon. And that guy's fucking printing money right now. And he just happens to be the best Pokemon player in the world, endorsements and everything else. So he turned something he was passionate into a business. There's all sorts of hot chicks on Instagram that are making a ton of money from supplement companies. They're passionate about working out and guys staring at their ass and look at them. They're getting paid for it. God bless them. And so I want you to be thinking too, because a lot of times the reason why people fail in business or the people, the reason why business doesn't work well or people get burned out is because it's something they're not passionate about. In my world, I'm passionate about writing, but it's writing is the passion that fuels me helping people, right? Somebody reads something that I wrote, my, my intention for them is to go, you fucking changed my life, dude. You showed me what's possible. Fuck my excuses. And yeah. I get that message so many times per day that it's inspiring to me. And so it fuels me. And that's why I do this. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate to wake up every day and let a motherfucker know that's been to prison, that's been divorced, that's been sick, that's been fucked up, that's black, white, Jewish, Muslim, brown, red, yellow, fucked up in this way, that way, this way, or that way, that I can be the person that said, hey, man, I'm just as fucked up as you. And look what's possible if you'll just fuck your excuses. And yeah. that never gets old. You know, and nobody yeah. was there to do that shit for me. So I get to be the guy in the marketplace that does that for the broken. I said when I got into this business that I didn't want to be the suit and tie like everybody else. I wanted to come into the marketplace and heal the broken. I sound like fucking Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, but that's who I wanted. That's that's what the marketplace is full of, right? There's plenty of people that are fake and want to be one way. I wanted to reach out to the real people in the marketplace. And, um, you know, shit, Hillary, you've seen the transition, but you know, seven years ago, really about five years ago, people told me I was crazy and I'd never laughed. And now you look at some of the biggest names in the business are starting to look and act an awful lot like me. Just saying. Yeah, they are, though. But they are. And, you know, the thing that is holding everybody together and the thing that that really is amazing about the people that you surround yourself with. And these are the people that are in my network, too, is there's no BS there's no excuses. These are people, these are action takers. These are some of the highest producing entrepreneur, entrepreneurs you've ever met. You are the leader of these people. And the reason it works is because we are all broken every single day. You know, we have different pains. We have different struggles as we've talked about. 
And the commonality has been acceptance. There's been always this outward wanting acceptance from an external source that never freaking works, by the way. It never works. You have to get it from yourself. But that's why when you come into such an amazing network, you know, it, it's just uh, it's just an unbelievable transformation. So, OK, last question. What is one thing people don't know about you? Now, you are very verbose and open. What is the one thing people don't know about you? Do you have six toes on one foot? Uh, do you, you know, like, what is the one thing? <laughs> huh. The one thing that most people don't know about me. That's you know, a good ass question. Yeah, you and know? I'm sorry if you have six toes and I brought that up, but I don't, I don't have think six toes. Do. If I if I did, that would be hilarious, though, right? <laughs> if I had six toes, I'd be like, "Don't make me take this extra toe off and throw it at your dumb ass." Right? I would be threatening <laughs> people with it all the time. Um, I don't have like I, most people that have met me in person know this, uh, but uh, most people like online have no idea. But I have a six inch metal rod in my right hand. And my wrist doesn't move. And so mm. oftentimes if you watch me in videos and you're like, his right hand moves funny as fuck when he's like getting all passionate and shit. That's because my wrists don't flop around. It's locked in place. And for years, people would make fun of me uh, online. Not that I give a shit, but it was funny because they'd be like, the way this dude moves his hand, something's not right. Right. They couldn't figure out what it was, but the body language was fucking them up. And now people are just used to it. But I, a lot of them don't know that the reason why my hands look funny when they're going all over the place is because my right wrist does not bend it at all. It's locked into place uh, with the bar. And the doctors told me in 2010 I'd never be able to lift weights again. But I do CrossFit every day and still lift weights. And Again, it's just, it would, should be an excuse for me to be a fat fuck, but I'm not. You know, fuck my excuses, right? I got right back after it. And you even found a way to modify a jumping rope. Uh, I cannot do double unders. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I have to use my, my whole arm. So in CrossFit, they jump rope and I have to use my whole right. Like, so you know how you have, you would make a little circle. You, if you're a jump rope normal, well, I have to make a little bigger circle, right? So I get a little bit momentum with it. So I can't do double unders. I can, in CrossFit, they do a lot of double unders and I cannot do it. So I'm always the guy that has to do a hundred singles instead of 50 doubles. See, now there's something you guys didn't know right there. <laughs> That's what we do. We dig into, we dive into the truth, and we bring it out. Okay, so plugity plug. How can people get a hold of you? And I do want to say this on sickbiz.com. We are going to, if you're cool with this, Ryan, I'm sure you will be. We're going to put uh, a link there so you can learn how to become a funnel closer. That is exactly what you guys can do. This is a great start. You get your feet wet. And learn how to do it. This is a brand new niche, so there's plenty of opportunity. Um, and so I would like to offer that through sickbiz.com so they can just click on through and go and reach your people and, and get the help they need. Yeah, so there's two two places I want you to check out. Uh, first is funnelcloser.com. Sign up for that training. Uh, it's a game changer. It really is. I've already got clients making 20 plus thousand dollars a month on it. Uh, the next thing is, I write for my own blogs called hardcorecloser.com. And uh, there is probably, I don't know, Hillary, how you think we got a thousand articles on that thing, maybe? Probably, yeah. I was just probably. If not, we're real fucking close to it. So uh, maybe a little bit more, maybe a couple less, but we're right around there somewhere. And so, uh, the, and, and they're all handwritten and edited by Hillary, mind you, but they have all been 
Like I wrote these blog posts. They're not like some, some outsourced farming shit. It's not like I tell Hillary, okay, Hillary today, say something about follow-up. Like I write mm-hmm. these and hand them to her and she makes my writing actually make sense. I remember when I first hired you, Hillary, somebody hit me up and they're like, dude, did you take like a writing class or something? Man, your shit's starting to make a lot more sense to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yes, I did take a writing class. I did. Thank you. Um, but you can go to hardcorecloser.com and pretty much anything you can think about in business or sales. Uh, my style is not to like fill you full of a bunch of fluff and be like, you can do it. My style is like, here's how you do it. And uh, so you'll really like that site, hardcorecloser.com and funnelcloser.com. Those are your your two spots that you need to get involved with if you want to uh, to see what I'm up to. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to send a whole crew of people your way. I think this is a really nice uh, merging of two initiatives, actually. I think it really makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, you, you almost get the built-in coach with you at the same time with FunnelCloser.com and then uh, a company that with HardcoreCloser.com, that's what you're, that's what you're really accomplishing. You're learning a new skill, um, which has already been quite successful. So especially uh, as Ryan said, if you're a salesy type person, or let's just say you're very outgoing, okay, because Ryan and I never shut up. So that's how we know things like this, these types of ventures would be successful. If you find yourself to be that same kind of person, you know, most definitely give it a whirl. Uh, we'll hook you up through sickbiz.com as well. So Ryan, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know you tell me never to thank people, but I can't help it today. So I'm breaking the rules <laughs> and I'm, I'm really grateful that you're here and that you're talking to such a special demographic of people today. Yeah. So, uh, I'm glad that I could come on here and maybe uh, light a fire under some folks ass and, uh, and you know, maybe, uh, somebody, maybe if just one person hears this and goes, you know what, you're right. These excuses got to go. Then uh, it was totally worth it for me. So thanks again. Woo. What about that conversation with Ryan Stuman? Thanks for helping us kick our motivation in the tail feathers. Did you love what you heard? We've got more episodes available that you can subscribe to wherever podcasts are available. In the meantime, if you need to get a hold of us, please head to our website, sickbiz.com. And if you would like to reach somebody via email and get uh, support in that manner, you can send us an email to sickbizco at gmail. Thanks so much for listening today on episode four of Sick Biz Buzz. Be well.